What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Zay. Thank you guys for rocking with me. I hope everybody's having a safe week out there doing their thing. Today, we're going to be doing the week four NFL picks and predictions. But just real quick, we're going to recap week three's picks and predictions. I went seven to nine last week. Really, really bad losses in there. Got humbled a little bit after going 13 and two in week two. Week three was rough. A couple teams really shut me up. (laughs) The Bills for sure. I picked Washington to cover six and a half, and they got blown out. Sam Howe threw four interceptions. Crazy. Then the Cowboys, obviously, 12 and a half point favorites, got beat outright by the Cardinals. Just a wonky week. So um, we're hoping to bounce back, and we'll see if these teams can uh, keep it going or see what's going to be changing. So let's get into the slate real quick tonight, Thursday night. By the way, I really want to start getting this, this podcast out Tuesdays or Wednesdays. So that way we have a couple extra days to think about our picks, think about what we want to do. But this week was a a bit of a struggle. So we're doing it tonight, Thursday night. Tonight we got the Lions visiting the Packers. Detroit is favored by two points. That's a good matchup. There's a lot of good matchups on this slate. A lot of division matchups as well. So the Lions, Lions really squeezed the Falcons last week, 20 to 6. They have great coaching. And the fact that they have a veteran quarterback, it makes it a lot easier for them. They don't make a ton of mistakes. They take care of the ball. They move at their own pace. They don't They don't get rattled, it seems like. They were really able to just control that game. Packers Packers are, are iffy. You never know. You never know. Um, they were down 17-0 last week to the Saints and somehow came back, scored 18 points in the fourth quarter to win that game 18-17. to This game's a toss-up for me. Both of these teams, the Packers are getting um, Aaron Jones and Christian Watson back today. I'm pretty sure they're both back. But the Lions, I think the Lions just have a little bit better, a little bit better edge here, a little bit more talent. Um, I am going to take the Lions on the road, minus two. I think Jordan Love is a good, balanced, young quarterback, but he's not going to make those big plays. I think Jared Goff is able to manipulate the defense into thinking other things. So I just think the Lions have a little bit more, a little bit better edge in this one. So I am going to pick the Lions to win Thursday Night Football. To start the slate on Sunday, we got a 9.30 game start time across the pond in London. You got the Falcons playing the Jaguars. Jaguars are favored by three. Seems like the Jaguars play in London every year. The Falcons played over there um, a couple years ago. But should be a fun game real early. Both of these teams... Trying to figure it out. Falcons have been impressive for the most part besides last week to start the season. The Jaguars have really been disappointing, if you think about it. Their offense, for sure, has been disappointing. Last week, I don't know what happened. I did pick the Texans to cover that 8.5 last week, and uh, but I didn't think they'd blow out the Jaguars like that. 37-17. to 17. Seems like Trevor Lawrence is just not getting anything going on offense. Um, with the exciting weapons that he has, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, I just don't know what's going on. So they're trying to figure it out. Falcons are trying to bounce back. But um, Jaguars minus three. At some point, the Jaguars are going to figure it out. They're going to get back to winning football like they did last year. Will they do that this week? I do think the Jaguars will win. But since the line is at three, I am going to take the Falcons to cover three and just take those extra three points. This next game, one o'clock slate. This is a great game. Dolphins at Bills. Bills are favored by two and a half. This is a top five AFC matchup in my opinion. Two teams that can really meet each other in the AFC Championship. You got the high-flying offense and the Dolphins really able to do whatever they want. They're so explosive. Great play calls. I think they have the best coach in the NFL as well. Mike McDaniel is really, really good. He's up there. He's up there at least. And then you got the Bills. 
Bills should really be 3-0. They blew that Jets game, lost to Zach Wilson, but then the last two weeks, they absolutely blew out their opponent. They blew out the Raiders, they blew out the Commanders, and they're finding their rhythm as well. This is going to be a crazy game. Buffalo minus 2.5. You know, this year I'm on this Dolphins train. I think their defense does have some questions, especially versus a team like the Bills. This should be a higher scoring game. I just don't think the Dolphins can be stopped. So I am going to take the Dolphins to cover two and a half. Might as well take them outright. Should be a really exciting game. This next game, you might as well just not turn the TV on to this game. This It couldn't get worse. <laughs> you might throw up if you turn on this game. You got the Broncos 0-3 going to the Bears who are 0-3. This is disgusting. The Broncos are favored by three and a half. What are these teams doing? The Bears specifically. What are the Bears doing? They both of these teams got to figure it out. One of them's gonna win. Someone's gonna get a win on their on their record. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Broncos. I'm gonna take them to cover three and a half. I think Russell Wilson's good enough. Their offense is good enough. Mims has been surprisingly really good. He's a great receiver. The Bears really have a lot of question marks. Justin Fields. I don't think it's all on Justin Fields though, and that's the thing. The media makes you feel like it's Justin Fields' fault, but let's be honest. This team as a whole just is not good. They're, they're not good at all. Terrible defense. Got blown out 41-10 to 10 last week to the Chiefs. And then we all know what happened to the Broncos. They gave up 70 to the Dolphins. 70 points. But I expect the Broncos to bounce back. They were able to score a little bit with the Dolphins until the Dolphins just blew it open. So I am going to take the Broncos minus 3.5 in that slate. But don't even bother turning that game on. Next game, this is a great matchup. You got the Ravens going to the Browns. Now the Ravens, man... This is another top AFC. This is a top five AFC matchup, in my opinion. These two teams, Ravens, Browns, Dolphins, Bills, and Chiefs, would be my top five right now. I expect the I expect the Browns to be there at the end of the season. I expect the Ravens to be there at the end of the season. Ravens had a disappointing loss, though, last week. Colts came into their house. I think the Ravens really underestimated them with um, Gardner Minshew as starting quarterback. And it just seemed like the Ravens, they took way too many chances in that game, especially in overtime. To me... The Ravens just seemed unserious in that game. I had a feeling that they were just, they didn't seem like it mattered to them. And the Colts really fought hard. So that was a disappointing loss. So they're going to have to turn it around. Division game on the road versus the Browns. And the Browns are a great team. They got probably the best defense in the NFL. Browns and the Ravens both have elite defense. But the Browns are coming off an easy victory versus the Titans. 27-3 victory there. They shut down Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill may... He may have seen his last, this might be his last week starting. I can see them trying to move on if things don't turn around for the Titans. But back to the game, Ravens versus Browns, Browns minus three. This is a very interesting game. I'm going to take the Ravens to cover three, but if the Browns cover that three points, then I'm all in on the Browns this season. I really believe that they're a great team with the defense that they have, defensive line that they have, Deshaun Watson, able to throw the ball really well. They still are trying to figure it out on, at running back with Nick Chubb out. They tried a lot of different running backs last week, but versus the Titans, they they really cruised to an easy victory. So I am going to take the Ravens plus three. I'm really looking forward to that game. Next game, one o'clock, you got the Bengals going on the road to the Titans. Cincinnati's favored by two and a half. Let's be honest, the Bengals did not look good at all versus the Rams, and neither did the Rams. That was a, that was a nasty game, but the Bengals found a way to to come back and take the lead, win 19-16. to 16. Then you got the Titans struggling big time. 
it's really sad to see that I think this is the end. We're seeing a huge fall off of Derrick Henry. 30 years old, he's took a lot of hits over the last few years. So he's he's really struggling. Last week, he only had, I believe, 20 yards on 11 carries. It's just sad to see. But I do think the Bengals are going to keep keep grinding it out. Burrow's still injured. Who knows when he's going to be fully healthy. I feel like they just need to sit him a couple weeks to get back to full strength. But they're going to keep it going, try to do what they can. So I think they find a little bit more momentum this game versus a weak Titans team. And they should be able to cover that two and a half on the road. This next game is, is pretty interesting. You got the Rams going on the road versus the Colts. The Rams are one and two. Colts are two and one. The line is even. The Colts have been really surprising this year. They have been working like a true unit. Gardner Minshew came in. No issues at all versus the Ravens. And this is the crazy thing that you see. I wanted to bring this up about the Panthers as well. You see quarterbacks like Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson. You want you expect them to do so well right out of the gate. Then both of those quarterbacks got injured and was held out last week. And you just see how great experience comes into play. Gardner Minshew, even though he's not that experienced, he was able to do anything that he wanted. It was it was nice to see. And then also for the Panthers, Andy Dalton was going crazy with Bryce Young out. So that, that's just interesting to me how you got the top NFL rookie quarterbacks out and both of those teams were able to see success offensively. But anyways, back to the game. R Rams at Colts. I think Anthony Richardson was full participant today at, at a practice. So he should be back. And the Colts have looked really good. The Rams were disappointing last week versus the Bengals after really having a great offense in week one and week two. I expect Matt Stafford to bounce back this game, be able to put up a little bit more points. But I just think the Colts have been surprising. They look good. A lot of different weapons. Defense has looked solid. I think they have great coaching. So I am going to take the Colts to win the game. Colts to start 3-1 and one would be something crazy. So I am going to take the Colts at home. Lines even. That one should be a really good matchup. This next game, you got another uh, division game. Buccaneers on the road at the Saints. Both of these teams are 2-1. and one. It just seems like the NFC South has been overachieving. They've been really impressive this year. Buccaneers has a, had a disappointing loss on Monday night versus the Eagles. I did pick the Buccaneers to cover that four or five points. Eagles just squeezed them out. You could just tell that the Eagles were just too talented for, for the Buccaneers. Huge talent gap there. But um, versus the Saints, what a disappointing loss. To be up 17-0 to going into the fourth quarter versus the Packers, and you give up 18 points to lose by a point. That's devastating. So they're, they're looking to bounce back too. Both of these teams have a chip on their shoulder, trying to bounce back. Should be very interesting. Saints are favored by three at home. I just expect the Saints to win. I expect the Saints to be able to do their thing. Wait, I completely forgot about Derek Carr getting injured. That That is what's interesting. Now, that did play a role into them losing to the Packers. But for your defense to give up 18 points in one quarter, that's that's inexcusable regardless. Um, Derek Carr, that, 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 that was sad to see. Baker Mayfield on the road. He's been surprising. Will he be able to go on the road and get a win, though? You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I expected the Saints to win, but I, I'm, I'm going to take Buccaneers to cover three points on the road. That's going to be a great game. That's a toss-up for me, but I am going to go ahead and take the Buccaneers plus three. Next game, you got the Commanders on the road, 2-1 and one at the Eagles, 3-0. and oh. Commanders are coming off a very disappointing loss, getting blown out the water to the Bills, 37-3. And then you got the Eagles winning easily on Monday night. 25 to 11. 
Commanders getting it tough two weeks in a row, going from the Bills to the Eagles. That can't be good news. But the Eagles are favored by nine points. Nine. Man, the Commanders should be able to keep it within nine. Unless Sam Howe throws another four picks. This man threw four picks last game. So how can you put any faith in him on the road in Philadelphia? That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough to see. I am going to pick the Commanders to bounce back and cover nine. But Philly is rolling now after struggling on offense for uh, week one and week two. Last week, it was an easy victory versus the Buccaneers. I want to see the Commanders keep this within nine. I don't think the Eagles are as good as last year, even though they're still so, so talented. They got so much talent. I just don't expect Sam Howe to be as bad as he was last game. Zero touchdowns, four picks. He should bounce back. Hopefully, they can cover the nine for us. This next one o'clock game, oh my goodness. This might be just as bad as Bears and uh, Broncos. You got the 0-3 Vikings going to the 0-3 Panthers. Vikings are minus four on the road. One of these teams got to get a win. This is the Vikings' chance to finally get a win. Let's be honest. Minus four on the road to get your first win. The, the, the thing is with the Vikings is their offense has been fine. Their offense has been able to throw the ball, run the ball. Madison's really good. Kirk Cousins throwing for a lot of yards. It's their defense that's just been very disappointing. But on the road to a Panthers team that's really going to be looking to tank real soon. It's not looking good for them. I expect the Vikings to cover four, get their first win, and get things turned around before it's too late. Next game, you got the Steelers going on the road to the Texans. Steelers are minus three. Steelers impressed, impressed on Sunday night. They were able to grind out a victory versus the Raiders, 23-18. to 18. They got a great pass rush, great defense. Kenny Pickett, as long as he doesn't throw, throw any turnovers or lose the ball, get bad field position, the Steelers can hang in these games. But let's talk about the Texans for a little bit. They So I last week, I picked the Texans plus eight and a half, but for completely different reasons than what happened last Sunday. I, I went out and I said the Texans had no weapons. CJ Stroud struggling to throw the ball. And this man went off 37 points versus the Jaguars, 280 yards, two touchdowns. Tank Dell and Nico Collins really, really doing their thing. Tank Dell for sure. So can they keep it going, though? Can the Texans at home find some rhythm? CJ Stroud got some confidence. The receivers are feeling good. Defense was able to hold the Jaguars. And the Steelers aren't flashy on offense. This, Najee Harris has been underwhelming. This man has been getting stuffed. Kenny Pickett has been able to be a good game manager for the Steelers. But I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing the Texans being able to throw the ball more. I really am. So I'm going to take the Texans to cover the... They're underdogs by three points at home. So I am going to take the Texans to cover that three points. All right, moving on to the four o'clock window. We got the Raiders playing the Chargers. Chargers at home, minus five. What's going on with the Raiders, man? Devontae Adams is not feeling it. Very unhappy. Chargers got their first win versus the Vikings. So they're feeling a little good. They're trying to get, get back on the right track. I don't expect the Raiders to be competitive this season. Let's be honest. And the Chargers are, are trying to figure it out and turn it around. So I am going to take the Chargers to cover that five at home. This is one of those games that can just go either way, though. I expect, it, I expect a lot of chaos in this game. Turnovers. We'll just see what happens. But Keenan Allen went berserk last game. He's been one of the top receivers in the whole NFL for the first three weeks. So it's just it's nice to see because I know he's been dealing with injuries over the past few years. But it's nice to see him really balling. And uh, Justin Herber is the type of quarterback that's 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 ready to turn into a star. 
him and Tua are on that path to be those next young quarterbacks to be something special. So we'll see if he can keep it up. I got Chargers minus five. Okay, this game, we got the Patriots one and two going to the Cowboys two and one. Cowboys are favored by six and a half. Man, the Cowboys are really, really looking to turn it around and forget all about last week. They lost 16 to 28. They lost by 12 to the Cardinals. Now, I know the Cardinals have looked bad, but we're going to get into them in the next game because I really think that teams have been underestimating the Cardinals for bad reasons, and you just saw it. So Patriots were able to easily handle the Jets last week. They won 15 to 10. They really don't have a good offense, but their defense is, is is pretty good, and they have great coaching, so they can pick up on tendencies fairly easy and be able to stay in games. But I expect the Cowboys to really be pissed off and, and try to turn it around and get this win. I think the Cowboys win. Patriots just don't have enough offensive weapons to keep up with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys just open it up. Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, you got two stars right there. One thing that I've noticed, though, Dak Prescott – tries to share the sugar he's throwing to tight ends he's throwing to third string fourth string receivers he doesn't it doesn't seem like he really has that true connection with cd lamb as a, as a star in this in this uh season so far and also with tony pollard it seems like they he's supposed to be a star this year too and although they've both been playing really well i'd like to see him get the ball in different ways give him some swing passes more passing game for tony pollard give him the ball in the red zone I don't know what they're doing. Last game, the it, it just looked like Dak Prescott doesn't look for them. Does not look for C.D. Lamb that much. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do. But I expect them to bounce back. I'm going to take them to cover that 6.5. I think they just blow the doors open off the Patriots. The Patriots have a good defense, but I think the Cowboys have too many weapons. If Dak Prescott looks to his star receivers, Lamb looks to give it to Pollard more, they can do something with it. This next game, 425. You got the Cardinals on the road versus the 3-0 Niners. Now, we picked the Niners to win by double digits last game easily. They're just way, they're so talented. This Niners team is so talented, and the Giants have fallen off this year. They were, The Niners were easily able to win 30-12, to 12, but the Cardinals were able to surprise the world and uh, win by 12 versus the Cowboys. But I really do want to talk about the Cardinals because although I believe that the Cardinals, the Cardinals know that this is their opportunity to get two top five picks. They do have the Texans' first-round pick. They have their own first-round pick. Texans aren't supposed to be that good this year. Cardinals definitely aren't supposed to be that good this year. So I think in the team's best interest, they, they wanted to try to lose games. You see Kyler Murray's injured, but this team really has grit. You see it with Josh Dobbs. The defense goes balls to the wall. Every game has been close. They lost to Washington 20-16. to they lost to the Giants 31 to 28 after being up 20 to 0. Then they went and beat the Cowboys 28 to 16. So I really think the Cardinals are better than what the world has given them credit for. I know the Cardinals are going to be trying to lose, but to be underdogs by 14 points to the Niners in an NFL game, 14 points in an NFL game. As good as the Niners are, stacked, they have so much talent. I'm taking the Cardinals to cover that 14. I think they do enough to keep these games close. You see the past three weeks, Niners are, are rolling. They give Christian McCaffrey the ball like 20, 22 times a game. Easily just overpower teams. But I think the Cardinals can at least keep it within 14. So I am going to pick them to cover that 14 points. Sunday night football. They needed to flex this game out. <laughs> Stop putting the Jets on prime time. <laughs> 
No Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson is so mediocre. It's unbelievable. Chiefs on the road going to New York or actually going to New Jersey, but you understand. Chiefs are minus 8.5 on the road. The Jets have a solid defense. They have tons of talent. They went and got so much talent, but Zach Wilson is just not that guy. They were not able to move the ball at all versus the Patriots. 15 to 10 loss. And let's talk about the Chiefs because I talked about it last week's podcast. The Chiefs were going to blow the doors open offensively and get rolling, and that's exactly what they did. They scored 41 points last week versus the Bears. They're feeling it. Taylor Swift, the Swifties are feeling it. <laughs> that's just crazy how these worlds are colliding. You got Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey and all over uh, news and media. All I'm hearing is this Taylor Swift stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> but anyways, Chiefs should be able to roll. Jets are just going to underperform this season. I expect Zach Wilson to get benched sooner rather than later, some point this season. So we'll see what happens. But Patrick Mahomes is under rhythm. They're back. Travis Kelsey's healthy. Chris Jones is looking great. They should be able to cover this eight and a half on the road and uh, just remain at the top of the AFC. Sunday night football, minus eight and a half. All right, Monday. This is an interesting matchup. You got the Seahawks traveling all the way to New York to play the Giants, New Jersey again. Seahawks are minus one. I think the Seahawks just aren't getting the credit they deserve. This offense is really, really good. Geno Smith, what a comeback. Let's talk about him. He he. We thought he was a bust after a couple years in the NFL, was a backup for a long time, backup for the Jets. Then he got his, uh, his moment, and he's been balling. Last year, he was so good for the Seahawks offensively, really brought them back. They have great coaching. Their defense struggles at times. They gave up 27 points to the Panthers last week. And Andy Dalton coming off the bench, slinging the rock. He looked good. I, I was surprised. Andy Dalton, backup QB, he still got it. But um, but yeah, the Seahawks won 37 to 27. Their offense should be able to have their way with the Giants. Let's be honest. They should be able to put up at least 30 on the Giants. And we still don't know what the Giants are doing. They have just un been underwhelming. It's uh, been disappointment for them this season so far after making the playoffs last year. Both of these teams made the playoffs. It's a great Monday night matchup. But um, the Giants lost 12 to 30 to the Niners. I just don't know if they can hang with the Seahawks offensively. So I am going to pick the Seahawks minus one. And now real quick, we are going to go over my top picks for the week. My number one pick is the Seahawks money line. I just think the Giants are not it this year. Seahawks have been rolling offensively. If their defense can hold the Giants not give up too many big plays. They should be able to win that game easily. Also, my next best picks is Colts money line at home versus the Rams. The Rams are a good team, but I just think the Colts, after being really bad the last couple years, they're looking to turn it around, and they're, they've been looking good. So I'm taking the Colts money line. That's my second top pick of the week. My next top pick of the week is Bengals minus two and a half. If Joe Burrow is healthy, let's make that clear. If he's, If he doesn't have to run too much, doesn't face too much pressure. If he can just stay back there, find his receivers. Joe Mixon looks good. They should be able to cover that two and a half easily versus the Titans. And then next is the Texans plus three. I really believe that the Texans are gonna gonna be able to um, figure things out offensively. They have a really young team trying to get CJ Stroud some rhythm. Last week, they looked great versus the Jaguars. Steelers struggling on offense. But their defense is stacked. They're going to give C.J. Stroud some pressure. Let's be honest. But the, the Texans should be able to cover that three points while being at home. 
Then my next best play was Chiefs minus eight and a half. They should just outclass the Jets Sunday night football. So that's going to be my top plays. We went over the entire slate. Real excited. Week four. Hope you guys stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. And let's have some fun watching some football. Appreciate you guys. My name is Zay. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.